What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are in the heart of the universe in Clarendon. Back, back, back again for episode 208. A big show to get to on today's program. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me, just one co-host to my left. It's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? Well, who, who am I going to make fun of in the introduction then? <laughs> well, Usually you have an exchange with somebody yes, else, and I listen true. to it, and I just pounce on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I know. What are you going to say now? Yeah, what can I say now? I know. Uh, well, get back to us. How about if I make fun of myself? That would be a first. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm perfect. There's plenty of stuff there. Trust me. I, um, I, I just looked. I am perfect. Well, Docs, uh, before we get to the agenda, I, I was just talking to um, my guy, Scott, who's a big listener of the program. Hey, Scott. Uh, he uh, texted me the other night when we were at the 8th Street opening party. Yeah, I was standing next to you. Yeah, and he said that there was uh, some folks in Florida who were talking about the podcast and talking about one William E. Docs in particular. How about that? <laughs> so Maybe uh, we should take a road trip to Florida. <laughs> maybe, well, I, I want to give them a shout-out, and maybe they'll invite us. It's Pete and John from uh, Running Zone in Florida. Um, Hi, Pete big, and John. See you soon. <laughs> big fans of the show. Uh, so, yeah, three shout-outs shout outs to mm-hmm. uh, begin the program. Um we we actually don't have much to say today. Yeah. Like we haven't prepared very much. There's going to be a short agenda. Let's just do shout outs. Right. All program yeah. long. We should do some. We should uh, shout out to some women as well. Okay. All just right. because this, this is like a male heavy show. Right. We Definitely. don't have a female co host today. Right. Exactly. We just did a shout out to three guys. That's I, true. Our guest is. I don't want to bro today. out today. Okay. Yeah, well, all right. Well, we'll uh, come up with some other folks. Uh, there's a couple of Twitter things that we can get to that okay. uh, uh, I know that, that uh, some of our, our uh, female listeners tweeted in, and we'll touch on perfect, that. Perfect, perfect. Um, but, but before I get to the agenda, I did want to mention that that that, uh, that these guys were inspired, Pete and John were inspired through our podcast to do their own podcast. Mm, I don't pretty, know how I feel about yeah, competition. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> You're, you're, I won't mention as long as we don't lose any listeners yeah. over this. Yeah. Well, I just think it's cool that we no, inspired them yeah, to, yeah. to do the do a, a podcast. Uh, I will mention their podcast. It's it's Running Zones podcast. Run Bavard. So um, Run Bavard is the name of their show. And um, I don't. I haven't listened to it yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a direct ripoff of Pace the Nation. What if they just like uh, repost our show under their name? <laughs> yeah, that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I'd take it. And then like, I would be upset. So I'll be, I'll be talking and then I'll say something like, hey, like the original audio is, hey, Farley, what do you think about this? And then it's like, hey, John, what do you think about this? <laughs> Not a bad idea. I mean, probably yeah, tough I editing. Shouldn't, but I shouldn't have given yeah, anybody yeah, that idea. Exactly. Don't do that. Um so uh, they had one question, though. This is why I brought it up. Oh, They okay. really are perplexed uh-huh. and interested and not sure why you don't wear shoes in the pictures. Oh. And I think we've, we've gotten to this point where I'm like, I, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, that's a good question. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and the answer, why you're not wearing shoes? Well, what's our next topic? 
Um, well, we want to do the agenda. You should set the table before right, we right, talk about right, stuff. So we'll, we'll set the agenda here. Excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, before we get to Doc's answer that everybody is, is waiting to hear, mm-hmm. uh, we've got a big show to get to. Excited today to be joined by Mark Remy. Uh, he is the proprietor. Uh, he's the author, the writer, everything for dumbrunner.com. Uh, really enjoy his stuff. Uh, it's running satire. Uh, kind of funny. It's, I, I would compare you know it to maybe it is? The, the Onion. I'd compare it to The Onion. So. Actually, I, I was going through his uh, feed, mm-hmm. and that's what it looks like. It just looks like a bunch of Onion, onion headlines. Stories. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very funny. So check out DumbRunner.com. We'll talk to Mark uh, in just a moment here. Also, in today's program, we got a couple of things from Docs. A couple of agenda items, a couple of notes that Docs wants to get to. Uh, I've got a story about uh, my kid from this weekend. We had the Clarendon Day run. Um, I'll tell you both those stories. Uh, And also, finally, uh, we will get to a couple of tweets uh, on today's program. Uh, So I've given you a chance to uh, compose yourself and tell the audience why you don't wear shoes. Oh, and I actually what I did was I deflected. (laughs) I I was moving on. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But you you should you should have an answer. People won't ask me directly, (laughs) and this is not how this works. So you need to know how this works. Like you never have access to ask me this question, Mm -hmm. and other people don't have access to me. So you have to formulate your own answer for them. But you're the buffer. Okay. Asking me on the show, I just feel like you're yeah. you're um, ambushing me. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I do not appreciate being ambushed. <laughs> next, next, uh, Pace the Nation Happy Hour. Uh, ask me, pull me aside. I'll tell you the real reason why Docs doesn't wear shoes. It will continue. Like many things else, will you meet Docs? It will continue to be a mystery. Um. All right. Uh, Charlie Band uh, introduced me to DumbRunner.com. Uh, it's a really kind of funny site that uh, is your non-traditional running site. If you're looking for hard-hitting facts and training plans and, and race results and stuff like that, this isn't the place for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for kind of tongue-in-cheek, satire, funny stuff about running, related to running, uh, I think Mark does a great job. So we're going to bring in next Mark Remy from DumbRunner.com here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs, we are excited to be joined by the proprietor, the head, the owner of DumbRunner.com. It's Mark Remy. Mark, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am great, man. So uh, you are you're a dumb runner. Every uh, so that's a fair example or a fair uh, representation of who you are. You're, you're proprietor, owner, everything at DumbRunner.com, right? I. Uh Yes, I, I am the founder, uh, chief executive, president, marketing manager, director of publicity, and uh, <laughs> and I also empty the uh, empty the waste cans every night. Yeah, that's I'm a, a one man show, one man show, clean operation. Well, man, I love your stuff. It's dumbrunner.com. Um, smart satire and straight advice from a fun guy. Fun guy. So you're a fun guy as well, huh? I'm a fun guy. Yeah, <laughs> like a mushroom. Exactly like a mushroom. <laughs> I smell a little better. <laughs> well, listen, man, a lot of our listeners really love your stuff. Um, dumbrunner.com. Uh, where'd you come up with the name? Uh, that is a good question. And uh, the answer is, uh, well, there, there are a couple ways I can answer it. Um, mm-hmm. the, the first 
one where it really started, I guess, the the, uh, the germ of the idea of, of naming a dumb runner came from, it was kind of a holdover from my days at, uh, at Runner's World, where mm-hmm. I had a uh, long-running, uh, if you will, humor column on their website um, that went through a couple of incarnations. Um, but it was essentially the same idea, roughly. It was a you know, humorous slash satirical, tongue-in-cheek kind of column about you know, running and runners and their foibles and everything else. Um, and, uh, I, one comment that I would get occasionally, um, uh, on social media or comment on a poster or whatever would be just, uh, three, three words that I came to kind of like, uh, just, just relish. And then the three words were, this is dumb. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. I, and I, I don't know why, I, I don't know why, but I just always, you know, uh, so I, I have pretty thin skin as probably a lot of writers do. Um, <laughs> Like saying it's gotten thicker over the years. Yeah. But even back then, when my skin was even thinner than it is now, it's like I I, I saw it and I just it just made me laugh. You know, like you know, I didn't I didn't find it offensive or hurtful or, or anything. I, I just it made me laugh. Cause I thought, of course, this is dumb. That's the whole point. Right. You know. Um. So I wasn't sure what to do with that. So I guess I kind of stuck in the back of my head. And when I when I went to um design and launch my own humorous website um, independently, uh, that word dumb just kind of left to mind again. And. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, so This Is Dumb became kind of an unofficial slogan for the website from, from very early days. Well, so, it, so that's kind of where the dumb comes from. And I like to tell people, by the way, I, I, I hasten to add, lest anyone be confused, that um, the dumb runner um, uh, of, of the name is, is me, not the reader. <laughs> I, I, I am the dumb runner. Uh, capital, capital D and lowercase d for sure. So, it's you know, I... I like to think I'm a self-deprecating yeah. guy, and I, I certainly don't take myself too seriously. So I, I am the dumb runner, and in fact, that is me in the logo, the guy with the with uh, the, mustache. the mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was my um, I I've, I've had I had a mustache for uh, about five or six minutes uh, several years ago <laughs> when we moved to Portland, and uh, you know I was in the middle of I kind of grew what for me passes for a beard. I can't I can't really do beard stuff. It's mm-hmm. like a missing gene or something. But I had what passes for a beard for me. It was like six or seven good weeks of growth before we moved from from PA out here to Portland, Oregon. And uh, in the midst of shaving it, I did that thing that most guys probably do when they're shaving off what their beards or their version of a beard, which is they stop and just leave the mustache just to see what it looks like. And I showed my wife, and she just kind of shook her head. No, that's not gonna <laughs> that's not gonna happen. So I kind of shrugged and I took a quick uh, selfie of me with the uh, with the mustache. And in that photo. Um, so I sent to the illustrator to uh, recreate my logo. And so it's the logo now. That is, that That's is it. That Five is or six minutes of you yeah. is the logo. My, my mustache is uh, memorialized for sure. So uh, um, anyway, to, so yeah, that, that's basically where Dom Runner comes from. Um, and, and the third and final uh, yeah. bit of that um, answer is that, you know, I, 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 I like to think um, that I take a pretty loose, casual, laid-back approach to running in general, at least, at least now I do. Um, and I'm a big proponent not just of laughing at myself and ourselves as runners, but also of keeping running simple. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, I, I think like, you know, run dumb is kind of a jokey way of reminding myself of that and readers too. Like, you know, don't overthink it. Just, you know, run, run dumb. Just go run and, you know, we watch at home and enjoy it. So it's kind of a three, three part answer. So, so um, would you describe yourself? So you're you're obviously a big time runner, uh, a writer. This is how you make a living. Would you describe yourself as a runner that writes or a writer that runs? What came first there? Oh man. Um, well, um, historically, I've always 
been um, a writer or some version of a writer starting as early as um, like my high school days um, mm-hmm. at the school paper. So, so in that sense, writing certainly predates my my running career. Which so started, you're a good uh, runner, though. You didn't college. run high school cross country or anything like that. Let's uh, look, well. First of all, let's start at verb tenses. I, I, I was a good, you know, and and. Uh, <laughs> But by good, I assume you mean relatively fast. Yeah, and, I mean, and, um, you know, sub 250 marathon, that's, you know, for our listeners, that's really pretty good. Yeah, um, 246, 48, but who's counting? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but, but uh, yes, but that was, uh, I hasten to add, many years ago. In fact, it's, uh, this really sneaked up on me, but it's 2019. So, um, oh my God, it's uh, almost October. Mm-hmm. So that, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of my marathon PR. Really? Wow, to give you wow. a sense of where we are chronologically here. So wow. those those days are in the rear view mirror, um, mm-hmm. for sure. And, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. But yeah, I, so my, my running, like many people's running, I think has gone through, um, phases and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's evolved or, or devolved or a little bit of each. I don't know what you want to call it, but, um, I, yeah, I'm in a place now where I rarely race anymore. And, um, uh, just can't get motivated like I used to get out and like kill myself on the track and do workouts and stuff. And I'm, I'm I think I'm okay with that. So yeah. I'm, I'm content just to go out and run some trails and just uh, do it for social reasons and clearing my head reasons uh, and all that other good stuff. So you, so you were you would define yourself as a writer first, uh, and then you got into the running. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Back to your question. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Um, it's you know it, it's hard to delineate, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, it's not like I was a, a you know a, a writer who runs until last Tuesday, then overnight became a you know <laughs> the opposite. But it's you know it's definitely like a gradual kind of fluid process. Um, I don't know, you know, these days mostly I consider myself um, uh, neither. I consider myself an old an old person who groans. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> I do a lot of groaning now, like getting up from chairs and stuff. It's like how did I? Get I do here? that too. Crazy. Oh man, you know, yeah, audibly audibly moving around um but you know the good news is i still enjoy writing and i still enjoy running and uh i think i've found it good now now you, you do a great job dumb dumbrunner.com but before dumb runner you were the executive editor at runner's world starting in 2007 um kind of tell us a little yep. bit about that experience yeah so um that is so just to back up i was actually i spent two stunts at at runner's world um before kind of parting ways with, with that brand a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one was a brief stint in the late 90s, uh, actually around the time of my marathon PR, mm-hmm. um, come to think of it. And, uh, and so that that was a relatively brief, like, uh, you know, one and a half, two-year kind of stint before I was lured away to uh, New York City for some other publishing job. So I, I, I did the New York thing for a few years and... Um, uh, had a lot of fun there and drank way too much, et cetera. And then, and then eventually realized like, you know, I think it's time to settle down and, uh, and I'll never afford to settle down in New York. So I looked back, um, you know, westward to, to Pennsylvania and, uh, it's just one of those quirks of, uh, say where a job came up at runner's world, which by then was under new leadership, um, with David Willie, mm-hmm. and, uh, they were looking for a, uh, an online editor actually. So it was executive editor, uh, online, like for all the digital okay. stuff. So, um, long story short, I interviewed for that and got the job and moved back to Pennsylvania. So that was stint number two at Runners World and that one lasted, um, yeah, until, uh, we moved here in 2014. So, um, you know, seven, seven and a half years. So that was, uh, it was certainly a lot of fun, a great place to work. Yeah. Um, did you I, def- I always would, 
Yeah. Did you develop ahead. your? Uh, I mean, did you develop the the concept of dumb dumb runner? I I would assume while you while you were there, or was this something you always had in your mind? No, to do? I wouldn't. No, no, not really. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I. Uh, hmm. Well, I, I guess you could make the case that I kind of unconsciously did over these uh, those years because one of the big parts of my job during that um, those seven or so years. Uh, was writing an online humor column for runnersworld.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I went through a couple incarnations, and at one point I was publishing it five days a week, which in retrospect is just bananas to me. It's like, a lot. You know, publishing a post every day, yeah. Right. Um, and so I, I guess I guess to make a case by saying that, you know, I, I sort of like developed these muscles and this kind of like <laughs> habit of, of thinking in terms of running humor and satire, you know, every, if not every day, then, you know, uh, multiple days a week for years. And then it, you know, it ended uh, eventually. And I don't know, maybe Dumb Runner was my way of filling a void <laughs> that, I, that I didn't expect to be there. Um, I think it was more that I wanted to, uh, I hear that a point in my life where I wanted to kind of be independent and try my own thing and just see what happened with it. Um, and, for a guy like me with my experience and uh, sensibilities, uh, my own thing just naturally seemed to be my own, you know, running humor website. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's where it, it, it led, I guess. What, what, what do you um, think it is about running that lends itself to humor? I mean, running is a pretty serious pursuit for a lot of our listeners, um, but they're... Well, yeah, you know, I... I yeah, yeah. I think you just answered your own question. I, I think it's precisely because it is. So many people do take it so seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and listen, I, I'm, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm, I myself took it pretty seriously for a number of years. And, you know, um, uh, I guess, well, I guess I, I would answer it in a couple ways. One is that um, I just have those sensibilities kind of baked in. It's in my genes, you know? So I think any kind of environment I would find myself in, I would probably interpret it through those lenses of humor and satire and absurdity. Um, it's just how I cope with the world, <laughs> you know, I, how, I, how I process stuff. So, and, you know, and, it's, and again, it was just a quirk of fate almost that I wound up at Runner's World in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just the fact that I was at Runner's World and have these sensibilities, like, well, that's, you know those things manifested themselves in this um, in, in, in in this way. So I you know started a humor column about running because I was at Runner's World. You know, I, if I'd been at Yacht World or something, I would have done a humor <laughs> column about yachting about or yachts, something. Right. You know, you, I mean, you, right. you name it. It's just I just happened to be at Runner's World. Um, but I, I do have to say though, the other part of this uh, answer is that I looked around and um, and saw a bit of a void that I thought could use filling and and that void was any kind of um i don't know any any kind of uh publications or books or blogs or anything um about running that wasn't uh you know just deathly earnest and uh uh, just you know deadly serious and i thought wow this is really strange i see an opportunity here um and i found it particularly odd because in my experience um you know runners are some of the funniest people I've ever met, you know, right. when you're doing, especially doing long runs, like with a group or something or some buddies, uh, or even folks you don't know that well, maybe you're like, you know, dropping in someone else's long run. It's just like, it's just, it always seems like humor is this, is this kind of common thread we all have. I don't know if it's a way of coping with the drudgery of, 
of all those emails or, or, or the pain of a, a hard workout or, or whatever. But, um, man, I can't, ima- I can't remember a group of, of runners that I've ever run with who, who haven't been, um, you know, not every single person, of course, but, but by and large hasn't been, um, just cracking each other up. I agree. I, I agree. Remarks I mean, so, and yeah. cracks and jokes and stuff. Yeah. And, and it was so, I saw the disconnect, like how come the running literature, um, you know, running media in general doesn't reflect that even a little, you would think it would. Right. So, I kind of stepped up and said, I, I don't know, I'll take a crack at this. And you've done, yeah, you filled the void. I, I agree. I, I think of Docs and I ran in college together. This is, you know, longer than we'd like to admit ago, but there was a couple of guys on the team who should have been comedians. They were so funny. And we, we had to stop <laughs> running sometimes because yeah. we'd be doubled over in laughter. So I agree. I've done, I have done that before. I've, I've, yeah. It's like I, I'm running, I'm laughing so hard. I can't continue. Running. I have to stop and put my hands on my knees and catch my breath. I'm like, how, how great is that? You know? So uh, yeah, exactly. So tell tell me a couple of uh, uh, stories that you've written that you've been proud of, or uh, on the uh, on Dumb Runner or or elsewhere uh, that you thought have been really fun or you're proud of. Uh, I'm putting you on the sure. spot, trying to make 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 us laugh here. So <laughs> give us that's give us every some, comedian's yeah, dream yeah, is exactly. for somebody to say, "Make me laugh." Yeah, exactly. Dance <laughs> um, monkey. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I so actually, you know, I was thinking about runners' role a bit, and um, you know, I'm certainly proud of of, of the humorous stuff I, I did there, and you know, online in particular, um, uh, which was a lot of stuff, just because it lasted so long, and I kind of set myself this kind of rigorous uh, publishing schedule for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's a, it that was it wasn't all gold, trust me, but there were some <laughs> things in there I was really proud of, like there was. Um, I, probably my favorite runner's role kind of satirical piece was uh, kind of early on. It was a bit about um, USA track and field um, establishing a new rule that said runners in USATF sanctioned races had to wear helmets <laughs> for, you know, various safety reasons and liability and this and that. And it was, it was very, as most of my stuff, it was pretty, it was pretty deadpan and straightforward. But what was enough? Absurd hints in there that anyone paying even half attention would say, like, oh, "Okay, this is not on the up and up. This is a joke." You know? But but it was like um, you know, I, most good satire when it when it really works, it kind of straddles that line so well that you, you think like even if you're a fairly sophisticated uh, consumer of media, you're looking at it thinking like, "Oh, this is a joke, right?" Right? Because right. <laughs> this, right. this sounds just plausible enough, you know. So. So that kind of cut on, and you know, people, you know, some people kind of reeled in, like, "This is outrageous! This is crazy!" You know, um, <laughs> how satisfying is that? Yeah, it's and got... it just went on and on, and so I thought that that one kind of hit the mark. How, yeah, how satisfying um, is that when people are outraged? Outraged. Well, uh, it, it is. Although I, you know, I have to, it's always a risk when you're when you call yourself a satirist, um, as I guess I do of. Um, you know, wanting wanting to amuse people and wanting to walk that tightrope, but not wanting to make people feel stupid. <laughs> you know, it's easy to fall in that trap. I think, and I I, I never want to do that. Um, I hope I hope I don't do it, or I don't do it too often. But you know, I, I don't I don't want to make anyone feel like foolish or humiliated for believing something. You know, I I, I want everyone to be in on the joke sooner or or later. Right. Um, not everybody will be because I, for whatever reason, but. But that's that's my goal anyway. Um, uh, yeah, but you know, I mean, it's worth it's worth noting. By the way, at Runners World, I wrote some quote unquote serious stuff as well. Right. And probably the thing I'm proudest of there was a a piece I did uh, uh, shortly after the um, 
this was a magazine piece actually not online about the uh not about the Boston Marathon bombings, but kind of like the aftermath mm-hmm. of that. And it was an essay about um, marathon spectators and, you know, how awesome the spectators are. So it was kind of like a, the title of the piece was Standing Ovation, you know. Mm-hmm. And and particularly because in Boston, and, you know, it, it, it's a bombings, um, you know, spectators kind of bore the brunt of the, of the right. damage, unfortunately. And it was really... Just I it was it was a tragic story all around, but the fact that these people who showed up just to cheer for other people got hurt just just uh destroyed me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so I I wrote this essay kind of like saluting marathon spectators and uh, you know, they don't get a lot of praise, but here's some praise for them and and um, you know, that's uh I'm still pretty pretty proud of that piece. It's very cool. popular. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um so you've also written uh four books. Um and those are uh, are they serious books? Not serious books. I'm not sure what you just talked about—a serious story, and then you're not, not writing serious story for the most part. Uh, tell us right. about the books. Uh, right. So the the books. Uh, three of the books were done by um, uh, when I was with Runners World. So published by published by Rodale. Gotcha. Published books. Um, of course, Rodale doesn't exist any longer since they were bought by by Hearst. Mm-hmm. Um, fairly recently, but uh, the first one is called The Runner's Rule Book. Um, the second radio book was The Runner's Field Manual, which is uh, loosely a compliment to the first one, and um, the third and final radio book was called Runners of North America, which is like a satirical field guide to uh, to all the various species and subspecies of runners you'll find mm-hmm. in the wild. Um, so all, all three books were, are, you know, pretty tongue-in-cheek. Um, C is for chafing, is that one of your books? No? Uh, see, yes. So, see, is for chafing is uh, is, is the fourth um, book, and that's one of the self-published. Gotcha. They, okay, uh, gotcha. So, the first three were. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. And that that came a little. Uh, actually, that came before Runners in North America. I, I okay. self-published that one. It's a children's uh, children's book kind of parody, um, like a, a children's A to Z picture book called See Is for Chafing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are those are the four. I've also done uh, linked with Dumb Runner a uh, training uh, training manual um, called the Dumb Runner Training Journal and uh, the Dumb Runner Reader, which is a kind of anthology of the website's first two years. So it's essentially recycled um, content from DumbRunner.com, kind of a greatest hits compilation. So um, yeah, so. And you can get all, all those different. books wherever books are sold. I'm sure you can go on Amazon or wherever. How do you get How do you get the books? Certainly, yeah, yeah, certainly on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, so some some of the books will be harder to find than others. Um, the Runner's Rule Book I think still sells fairly well, but that's mm-hmm. uh, uh, gosh, that's ten years old right. by now. Um, but uh, yeah, and the the stuff that I've self published, like the Dumb Runner Reader and C is for Chasing, are available primarily through. Amazon, or uh, if I may give myself a quick plug, you can sure. get them on dumbrunner.com as well if you want to sign a personalized copy from me. Awesome. Which I'm happy to do. You can go there for those. Um, but yeah. I'm going to de- I'm gonna definitely do that. Um, so, Mark, I, th- I think you're yep. really funny, and you- you're a runner, and um, you write this smart satire. <laughs> you think he's a runner? <laughs> uh, well, he said he was a runner yeah. 20 years ago. I don't yeah. know how much of a runner. We'll ask him how much, how much he's running <laughs> now, but... What else, like, uh, you've got a unique mind. Um, what else are you into other than running and <laughs> writing? That's a polite word for it. <laughs> yes. 
you know, this I'm, is pretty much it. I love to. That's well, I wouldn't say it's pretty much it. I'm into. Uh, well, gosh, it's funny. I, I've never really had many hobbies mm-hmm. as such. You know, I, I don't collect stamps or make ships in little bottles or anything like that. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a Civil War reenactor. You know? yeah. um, not, not that there's anything wrong with any of those hobbies. No, of course. Hobbies, but, uh, but no, I mean, it, yeah, I've always just kind of been about running and um, yeah. writing, and uh, I do a lot of reading. Um, big fan of my local library. Support your local library. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm a big. I'm basically. I'm. I'm just a nerd. I like do you, uh, you know crossword puzzles. Do, do you and, go? Uh, do you go to Portland yeah. Timbers games? You know, it's funny. I um, I am an aberration, uh, not as a runner, but as a an adult male in this country, in that I am just not a sports fan mm-hmm. at all when it comes to you know what I call the ball sports, especially. Mm-hmm. I never have been, and I can't explain. You know, and again, I I have nothing against folks who are fans, which is most people. Um, but I've always felt like a real weirdo in that sense. Like, I just don't... I, I, again, it's like the beard. Like, I'm missing a gene or something. I don't know. I just never got the uh, got the appeal. So, so no. Although my, my little boy, who's six, has expressed interest in missing a game. So I'm, I'm sure we'll sooner or later just to take the kids. Yeah. Very cool. So why did you decide Why did you decide to move to Portland? Seems like a really cool town, but I, I, I've it not is, spent a lot it, of time in Portland. Yeah. Why, why Portland? Oh, uh, you sh- you should come on out. Yeah. I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> yes, um, would love that. That's, that's, that's yeah. That, that's a that's a genuine offer. By the way, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, the the short answer is that a few years back, my wife and I were we were living in Allentown, PA. I was still working at Runners World. She had a, a a good job that she enjoyed, based in New Jersey, which was not far away, and um, she was working from home mostly anyway and i was at a point in my career where i was pretty confident i could work from home if i wanted to um meaning with with runner's role just like as a remote kind of contractor freelancer kind of person and um we i don't know we allentown was was great but we neither of us really wanted to be there long term and put down roots there um for a bunch of reasons and uh so we just started you know one day where i just woke up and said you know if we're serious about moving somewhere sooner or later let's do it sooner than later let's you know let's do it you know yeah. so we made a list of towns and uh places that any everywhere from uh vancouver bc to toronto um my wife was born and raised in canada to uh you know brooklyn new york city hmm. uh, vermont we just like went kind of crazy like where would we live we could live anywhere and uh it was a daunting task but we narrowed it down and obviously landed on on portland so we came out um in, in 2013 um it was like the week after the boston marathon which i which i ran um so you know uh i'm sorry 2014 i totally got that wrong mm-hmm. uh 2014 like the week after boston i took some time off work and we flew out here with our two little kids who were very little then and uh looked at a bunch of houses and they're down the list to about three and uh, before we flew back home, we'd made an offer and had it accepted, so we had out. Wow! So that, that's how you <laughs> so make the really decision. Quickly. Wow! We were, was... we, we, we were lucky, and the timing was good. Things fell into place, but we, yeah, we flew out for a vacation and bought a house, and then moved out a few months later. Wow! So what what cities we were, were in the happy. final three? Yeah, what are the final three? Good question. Oh man, I don't know if we had like a <laughs> final three. We, we we certainly looked at Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I lived in New York for a while, and I, I, I still have a great fondness for, for New York City. Um, but man, you know, the same things that, that kind of t- 
turned me off about New York when I moved back to, to PA were the same things that kind of crossed that off the list for us, which was the price of housing. You know, you're looking at like a million five or something for a decent size apartment in, in, in Brooklyn Heights or something. Uh, so, you know, uh, gosh. But, you know, we talked about Toronto, um, Canada. We talked about Brooklyn. We talked about um, actually New Hope, Pennsylvania, which is a lovely little town um, kind of between Philly and Allentown. Um, kind of little charming bed and breakfasty kind of uh, town. Hmm. We looked at that and... Uh, yeah, and Portland, Portland won. Out. Um, Portland won. Uh, yeah, uh, it, I feel like we won. <laughs> <laughs> now we're in Portland. So I can't, I can't right. it enough. It's not, it's not perfect, but it's, it's, it's perfect for us. Yeah. It's really good. And it's probably a good thing that you're not into Civil War reenactments <laughs> because that really would have limited the, the list, I suspect. <laughs> would have really put a damper on, on things hobby wise. Yeah, right, I yeah. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping Docs that he would he'd been a big fan of Portlandia because I know you like that show. Yeah, Docs, yeah, yeah. And that's the reason. Why Did you ever see there. Portlandia? Did that factor into it? Uh, yes. In fact, my wife and I were huge fans of Portlandia. So that's what you should have led with. We moved out here. <laughs> 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 well, it's funny. To, to, you don't know the funny part is that um, initially, I myself was against moving to Portland precisely because it was so um, kind of hot and hip and happening. Yeah. Right, that, right, at right. That time, right. Because Portlandia was huge, and there were <laughs> yeah. all these stories about people, you know, flocking here yeah. and bearded hipsters, and it sounds like that's nah, a little predictable. Yeah, let's move to Portland. <laughs> yeah. So I, I initially resisted, but then I came around to it and thought, yeah, okay, this is pretty cool, nice. and uh, and it's good. It felt it's like good. it felt like home from from day one. Um, well, I, and not for nothing, it's a it's a beautiful town for running. I was going to say, I, I, I thought that would be in your criteria. Uh, so I always have to ask our guests, how much you running now? What's sure. that looking like? Right, right. So um, my running today looks like I run three or four, maybe five times okay. a week, um, maybe four or five miles at a pop, sometimes less, sometimes a, uh, a bit more. Um, try to do something longer every Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. Um, so like this past Sunday, I ran 10 miles. Yesterday, I took a zero. Nice. Um, today, I'm going to do a short run because I'm going to run early in the morning with a, with a buddy of mine, and we'll probably do five or six miles. Pretty solid. So, So today... Um, here, here's how my running looks today. So today I have some errands to run. I have a, a book to return to the library. I want to check my mailbox at the UPS store. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to plot out a short run that I can do those errands on foot. That's nice. That's, that's to, me, hey, to, me, to me today. That's a, that's a happy, productive run. That's a, really satisfying. I like <laughs> how you uh, are resourceful in, in utilizing the run. That's smart. In, indeed. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Mark, this has been fantastic. Uh, are you on? You're on Twitter. It's is it at Dumb Runner? Uh, it is, oh, you caught me off guard, and I should yeah. know this. Let yeah, it's, it is, uh, believe it or not, there is another dumb runner on Twitter. Yeah, I think it's not you. He dated me. I know. Right. Listen, it's, Mr. It's, whoever's it's really got the, who's ever squatting on Dumb Runner, if you're listening to this program, let's let's get Mark the, the, the handle. Let's Come work on. something out. This is ridiculous. They've got 124 I think, I think followers. They're failed. nothing. I think I think that ship has sailed. And so, so I, I still don't know the identity of the guy who who has. I think I assume it's a guy. But yeah. you know, when I when I launched the website, um, it didn't occur to me until later to to check into Dumb Runner, you know, at Dumb Runner on Twitter. Right. And by the time I did, I saw his taken. I was like, son of a god, <laughs> come on! So, and and the account had like a relative handful of followers, and it had been, it didn't like dormant 
for a number of years. Yeah. So I, I, I appealed to Twitter directly, like, can I have this? Please? Seriously. I have a trademark for Dumb Runner, which I do, and it's been dormant, and, and they wouldn't let me. So, and anyway, people are I, like, um, did you, you see what their pinned tweet is? On their account on 8-15-18, it says, feels really dumb that this handle doesn't belong to at real dumb runner. Yeah. Side. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this is, this is madness. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to reply to the guy like, so make it happen. I know. The you you actually anyway. did reply. You replied, I agree. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I'm a funny guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so anyway, it, yeah, that real dumb runner. Real dumb know, runner. So, All right. Real dumb runner. So well, real, I, well, I hope our listeners tweet yeah. you. Are you still as thin skinned as you used to be? Can they tweet you and get under your skin What's that supposed pretty to easily? Mean? What do you mean by that? <laughs> thin skin. You, yeah, um, exactly. You know what, man? Just bring you know my my motto today is just bring it on. I'll you know if, if I can't let it roll off my back, I'll pretend like it's rolling off my back. You know, love it, man. I do my best. Awesome. It's at Real Dumb Runner, and of course, it's dumbrunner.com. He's got some great stuff there. Uh, you can find all his. You post pretty regularly, like almost every day or every every few days. Or right. So I yeah I I currently I um almost every week I every week yep. at least. Every no, at least every Monday and every Wednesday, there's gotcha. a fresh post. Cool. And so, uh, yeah. every Friday, there is a new motivational poster that you can <laughs> like and share on social media. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we'll definitely get uh, our listeners to follow that uh, at cool. Real Dumb Runner. Uh, Mark, this has been awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. It's, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Oh, that's awesome. There he goes. It's Mark Remy. He's DumbRunner.com. He joined us on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right. Welcome back to the program. And thanks again to Mark Remy for joining us today on Pace the Nation. It's DumbRunner.com and at Real dumb runner. Real dumb runner, not dumb mm. runner, but but don't tweet to the other person. <laughs> but we also don't want to advertise them. Yes, that's true. So it's really difficult. We're in a sticky act. situation yeah. here. We're yeah. trying to help Mark, and he was nice enough to join us. But we don't want to help the other. We, guy. we don't want to promote the guy that's squatting on the <laughs> Twitter handle that he should have. <laughs> that's true. Very difficult. Yeah, it's a tough, tough situation. Uh, real dumb runner. So mm-hmm. yeah, go go follow follow Mark and tweet him and. Um, he he, you know, he said he was thin-skinned, and that's why I said towards the end of the interview. I know, yeah. Um, but then he back. answered that question very <laughs> yeah, well. That's very funny. Yeah. Uh, I also want to thank Charlie Band for connecting us with Mark. Um, Two hundred and eight episodes in a row. <laughs> I know. He, uh, <laughs> uh, he he hooked us up with Mark, and I know Charlie's a big fan of his work. A couple other listeners are big big fans of this of is Mark's this work. is going to be a dream come true for Satya. Yeah, Marthi. so Satya because he's he's thing. like every every six weeks he tells us that we should get Mark Remy <laughs> yep. on the show. So Satya, Charlie, you're welcome. Satya, pipe it. <laughs> I really should have brought this up when, when we did the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if, if Mark's still listening, he, he can get this unsolicited advice. Yes. Uh, if he doesn't listen, then he's out of luck. That's, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> we'll this make is sure the penalty. Well, this yeah. is the penalty. If, okay. he, if he doesn't listen this far okay. into the show, then he's not going to get this great advice. But he is the sole proprietor of his company. Mm-hmm. And he said that he was like the president, the CEO, the, the owner, all of this kind of stuff. Takes out the trash. Big, well, the take out the trash is good. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of people make this mistake. I have my own production company. Mm-hmm. You do. And, and I am the junior vice president. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I'm also the sole proprietor, but but by giving myself the junior vice president title, I still have room to grow. Right. These people who start their own companies and just put themselves Brilliant. at the top, where where are they going to go? What's their five year plan? I like that. Same place. You're going to be sitting in the same seat with the same yep. business cards. That's right. Yeah. You got to give yourself a chance to grow. Junior vice president. The junior of, vice president. Of William E. Docs Productions. Mm -hmm. That's smart. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, if somebody wants to talk to the vice president or the president, what do you tell them? Uh, we take a message. <laughs> I like it. I actually do like it. Mark, <laughs> that's some really good advice. Um, yeah, tweet him at William E. Docs. Tell him what you think of that advice. Now we'll really see if he's listening. <laughs> All right, Docs, I wanted to get to a couple of stories from this weekend. Personal story and mm -hmm. one running related. Um, the Clarendon Day 5K, 10K kids run uh, was awesome. Did you uh, win it? <laughs> I did not. You got I beat. Not. I did not. You no, got beat. I did not. I wasn't never expecting uh, to be in the running. I, uh -huh. uh, I, I did the the I did the 5K with the double bob stroller. I wouldn't have won whether I was running with a bob stroller or not a bob stroller. Okay. But no, uh, I was asking if you won the kids race. Oh <laughs> no, not the, no, not no. the 5K. No, uh, I did not attempt. Uh, Destroyed to, all those kids. I did not attempt to okay. win that, but I did run the kids race with my youngest son. But did wait, the you race. you had you had your youngest son in a double bob? No, I had. So the, you just need uh, a lot so of room. So I had I had both kids in the double bob. Uh huh. Did the 5K. Then we went up the hill uh -huh. to do the kids kids dash at 9.30. Uh -huh. And James ran the kids dash. And I ran with my son in my arms for the kids dash as well. So oh, okay. we all participated in that. But um, isn't that kind of an unfair advantage that he was just being carried the whole way? <laughs> yeah. did, did anybody yeah. protest? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how serious they are about the race Dude, results. I have been to a lot of kids' events. Parents are crazy. <laughs> That's probably true. Parents are crazy. Probably true. And I if you're a parent, you're crazy. I didn't think about that. But uh, we did the kids' dash. It was great. I did the did the 5K and the double bob. Uh, I, I did want to say on a serious note, uh, it was amazing to see uh, Daniel and Capier out there, all the Wendy Martinez uh, Legacy Project folks. A huge, huge outpouring of support for the Wendy Martinez Legacy Project. Uh, raised great. a lot of money. It was fantastic. And got a really nice note from Daniel, and I think to, that, that he wrote to Heather. And, um, you know, Heather passed it on to me. I mean, I think that uh, it just worked perfectly and really appreciate all the support uh, from the runners and the listeners. Uh, it was it was really awesome, inspiring day. Uh, so I did that and did the kids race and well I actually did participate in the kids race with I my knew my it youngest, <laughs> what did I tell everybody win. I knew it um, but we had a great time there um, and then uh, went home and I live in Clarendon went mm -hmm. went back to um, brag much went, <laughs> went back to uh, the Whole Foods uh, over there uh, in Clarendon the and supermarket I, my, I went yeah I don't want to name names true uh, then I went to um, uh, went in with my son. I actually drove there, you know, typical of Which me. I don't drove like. There. I don't yeah, like that. I, I really should not. But drove there with my oldest son. Uh, he seemed like just a little off, which was kind of weird. He didn't want to walk. He'd usually want to jump in the stroll. And I was, so I was carrying him. And I'm in the produce section of Whole Foods, and he starts projectile vomiting all over the place on me and in the aisle of Whole Foods. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, wow, this is the reason why. Uh, this he, is why he wanted to be carried. He and wasn't, wasn't feeling well yeah. in the run and all that stuff. 
So the was first, it just like was it was he sick from running too much? Uh, no, I think it was. <laughs> no, we didn't make him run too too much. Do you remember my story last week? I threw up on my I, run. I know it's true. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, I, I, I you know twenty four hour bug something like that. Uh-huh. So macaroni and cheese all over me. I don't want to get too descriptive. It was pretty gross. First two to uh, a couple that I saw were like, oh, and like kind of doubled over and yeah. thought it was so gross that they... Uh, well, I, but sometimes that stuff is, is like... Yeah, that's you, the reaction you catch people it, have. You know, it's like yeah. yawns, you can do that. Throwing up, you do that. Yeah, so uh, they immediately exited stage left and got out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then really ran, ran into this woman who gave me all this all these uh, baby wipes and helped me out. It was really, really nice. Um, How long were you standing there just proving to everybody that you were completely <laughs> I, I was, hopeless? I, I did not know what to do. Yeah. I, I, did, I was literally two I minutes. Bet you, I bet you the first two people were like, oh, let's get out of there. I'm sure he'll clean it up. And right. then the next person who showed up, they were like, this guy has been standing in this puke for two minutes. He has no idea what he's <laughs> well, doing. I didn't know what to do. I'm going to have to clean this up. I was in a tough position. I was yeah. like, kind of like clean up on aisle one over here, mm-hmm. you know, wave, waving my hand. It was a busy Saturday, so it was hard yeah. for them to, yeah. to to get this. But I did not want to just leave because I didn't want right. to leave with a bunch of puke uh, on right, the floor. Right, right, right. So uh, I, I had a really nice woman hand me a bunch of um, wipes. and so She worked there up. or was she? No, a, yeah, just, yeah. A, just a, someone who was shopping Just a there good Samaritan. Shopping for some bananas there. And uh-huh. So help me out there. 4011 is yeah, the yeah, code for is, bananas. <laughs> is the code for bananas. Did you work at a... Did you work at a no. supermarket before? That's pretty no. impressive. Uh, I yeah. once did work at supermarket. Uh, I know. So uh, anyway, so I stood there for two minutes waiting for him to finish because ultimately it was probably the best place for him to actually throw up because it wasn't in the car. It wasn't in my house. It was easy place to throw up. That's a good up. point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Not your problem. We, we, <laughs> we just made our way out of there also is in the produce section and yep. people don't eat produce they all want processed foods <laughs> right. so there's nobody around right. no, he did yeah. not hurl on the on the, on the yeah. actual food yeah uh so somebody came they cleaned it up uh he and i walked home um we both got home you we, and the guy who cleaned it up walked <laughs> no, home no, you no, walked no, that J- guy home james and i walked uh-huh. home and didn't have to sit in our car uh-huh. and uh you know w- walked in went straight both of us jumped in the shower uh, cleaned ourselves off. Mm-hmm. No worse for the wear. So it was actually the best place. Well, maybe yours I don't was think, better. I don't think the supermarket agrees. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> I, I think that there might be a little bit of perspective yeah. uh, that changes depending on who's telling the story. That's probably true. I think on the supermarket podcast right now, they have a different <laughs> version of events. Right. Um, well, that's probably true. Does the, does the experience encourage you to walk more? Yes. Yes. Actually, Good. yes. Good. I, I should not have driven. I wish that you would. I wish mile. that you would walk in this great neighborhood that you live in yeah, more often for the environment. Yeah. That would be my plea to yes. you. Yeah. Uh, but if it takes your son projectile vomiting on on you, craft uh, macaroni and cheese, <laughs> or or you, or as you guys get generic. Uh, Mac oh, and cheese. No, we get the we get the good stuff. Oh, you get yeah, the so yeah. ma- so craft. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if that's what it takes for you to be more environmentally conscious, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. At this point, I don't even it care was, what it is. It, it that, was that causes you to check that box. It was but, a it was a moment that mm-hmm. uh, definitely changes my behavior. I'm just gonna text you every week. Hey, uh, don't forget, James might throw up on you. You might want to be <laughs> might wanna walking. Walk. Yep. Might want to walk places. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. 
So anyways, it was a great day at Clarendon Day. He's fine now. It was just one of those moments that uh, I won't forget. And maybe it will change my behavior. Uh, Doc, so I mentioned in the opening that you had a couple of agenda items. Oh, well, I mean, a perfect, since, since, I'm, since I'm talking environment, okay. we can talk environment. Yeah. Uh, the, the woman of the week right now is like a 14-year-old okay. Swedish girl. That's right. Greta, now I'm going to have to ask <laughs> you to help me with the last name here. Yes. Uh, do you think this? Do you think the th is pronounced uh, like the, or or is it is the h silent? Is it ta? Greta Greta Thunberg or Greta Turnberg? I don't know. For some reason, I would say Turnberg okay. is what I would think. But well, let's just talk the, about Greta from Sweden. Yes, that's that's a good idea. If I if I said Turnberg, then I'm probably wrong though. Mm-hmm. But anyways, but oh, yes. good point. So good point. Greta from Sweden. Yes, Greta. Greta. From she Sweden. has been in the news. She's yeah. been like all over my Twitter feed. Yeah, she's she's the she's the rock star of the week, right? Yes. But she she actually I've seen her like a couple weeks ago, but she's really like taken off, and they had like this. Uh, environmental awareness uh walk out on yeah. on friday which was attended by millions and millions and hundreds of millions of people across the globe which was amazing Th- that that really i saw that there was the traffic issue the traffic was separate this okay. this was like not part of her okay. thing but she had okay. she had like a global awareness for okay. for the environment for for climate change mm-hmm. uh that i guess last year she attended herself Mm. So she was the only person, and 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 then this year, uh, like just every major city across the world was was people just taking over the streets. Very cool. But that was organized. Mm-hmm. And then I guess uh, Monday morning here in D.C., there were some uh, people who were trying to disrupt traffic and everyday traffic uh, for right. they say the same reason. Right. Um, and honestly, that. There's some other opinions on that. Sure. I, I would rather focus on the Friday right. thing, yeah. which was which was organized and which was, you know, awareness and not just and trying Gre- to be. Greta T was in the middle of yeah. all that. Yeah. So she she's awesome, and there's been some backlash against her. Um, and I know we don't do political sides, but there mm-hmm. there are people who who don't believe in the science, and there's been backlash, and they've been saying that she's that she's young she's just a kid and now people are are attacking her because she measures on the autistic scale and i think that's just completely disgusting like people hmm. there's, there's something wrong with people like and if if you get to the point where you have to criticize a a, a kid for being on the autistic scale um like you just shouldn't have a voice like mm-hmm. in in the medium i yeah. i know that we have freedom of speech and all this kind of stuff but I'm I'm ready to take your voice away that's, if if, yeah. if that's what you got to say. But I I think that she's I think what she's doing is amazing and and she's she responded to this. I can't find like the exact quote that she had or whatever, mm-hmm. but yep. she she basically responded. I mean, people are are just saying these really immature things, whatever. Mm-hmm. And her response was like, if. If this is the only thing that they can say about your argument, it shows that you're right and that you've won. Yeah. It's amazing that a 14-year-old is – you know what, Chris? Her English is better than, than both yours <laughs> and mine combined, and it's her second language because she's Swedish. Uh, she knows words that, that, that we've never heard of. Right. Uh, she articulates everything so well. She's been pretty impressive. And she has, like, this kind of response when, when, when people are trying to, like, just swing low at her. She's like, 
Awesome. That means I won. I know. She's she's, she's a rock star. Been been impressive. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I um, am not one to follow politics or uh, you know news like that. But the <laughs> fact that she was on my radar yeah. means that yeah she's broken through. That is that's the real barometer. No, that was, <laughs> she's been really really impressive. Um, so cool. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, and then you had uh, something else that. I don't know if it's been grinding your gears or uh, just no. something else you want to bring up. No, uh, no, it was just a, just like a real one, uh, a quick hitter, as okay. you like to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, basically, I'm the relief pitcher coming in to face one batter, which yeah. you have to do in 2019. Yes. It won't be allowed next year and in, I, in 2020. I, I doubt that they'll pass that rule, but yes, go ahead. No, I think it's already been passed. They passed it this year. Okay, we'll, we'll, another, we'll, we'll offline that. For that. Yeah. Um, the, the, there's a tropical storm, Karen. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you go to, like, social media and you look, there's, like, people are, like, tweeting all these, like, haircuts on the on the thing and saying Tropical Storm Karen wants to speak to the manager. It just made me think of that question on PTN 200 that none of the three of you guys got. I didn't know that, that Kira D'Amato asked about, mm-hmm. you know, what name would you give? And we're all like, ah, is this really a thing? Is this something? But now there's Tropical Storm Karen showing us that that we really <laughs> are is, out of touch. It is, it is a thing. Yes. Yeah. So it just made it just made me think that was it was just a PTN thought that I had yeah, that, right. that uh, I the loyal listeners throw out there. can relate. Yeah, for sure. All right. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. I say five because that's out of habit. We've got our sixth location that's opened on <laughs> H Street. Uh, so go by and check out our newest location. It's a pop-up store, but we hope to be there for the long, for the long run. Pun uh, intended. Intended. Yeah. Uh, it's on H Street, right by Whole Foods. The Whole Foods H Street. Uh, it's a happening area. Um, so go, we we had the we we had the grand opening party. Yeah, year. I went to the grand opening and party. a number of uh, Pace Nation listeners. There. Go go look for Spider Man. <laughs> Spider-Man is Did you see Spider-Man? somewhere in mm-hmm. the building. Yes. He is. Yep. Yeah, it was a fun event, and I have to say that that uh, uh, I, I was really thankful that we interviewed Kim that day. Yeah, from Summit Soul. Because mm-hmm. uh, had we not interviewed her, I wouldn't have known about the party. <laughs> right. And I right. and I went, and I talked to a bunch of people, and, and it was fun. We saw some, like you said, we saw some loyal listeners, and, yep. and uh, of course, Mike Katz, who named the show, was there. <laughs> right, yes. Um, I don't know if he listens, but he named I don't think the show. he listens, yeah. but he named the show, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a good it was a good event, and uh, we are open for business. Uh, we're open Tuesday through Sunday. There, closed Mondays for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, if you do enough business over there, we'll be open on Mondays as well. W- one thing, Docs, I wanted to mention about the party—not just one thing, but there uh-huh. were some really impressive folks who were related to the running community, the local running community. Yeah, um, and it always just blows my mind whether they're athletes or former athletes or coaches or. You know, runners who are just trying to, you know, run a 5K or Mm -hmm. runners who have done a number of marathoners. So just super impressive people, including a bronze medalist from the 2012 London Olympics. Was it me? No, it was not you. Uh, Jason Richardson was there. Oh, okay. He's at school at at, at Georgetown now. Uh Um, He was a professional runner, went to uh, South Carolina, but... He was there, just random guy who won bronze at the London Olympics. Uh, pretty cool. So multiple Olympians there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the coach uh, from Howard. Uh, yeah, talk to him. David Oliver, who uh, was a multiple time Olympian. So he was there. Uh, he's now the head coach at Howard. 
you know, and there was just just super race directors. Uh, you know, Jason, my buddy, the race director over at uh, the Capitol Hill Classic, he introduced me to uh, Robert F. Kennedy, RFK's granddaughter was there yeah, yeah he didn't introduce you to robert <laughs> f kennedy <laughs> no but the, the one the rfk stadium yeah 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 his granddaughter is there and she yeah. does a, a number of things here in dc and uh-huh. is a professor at georgetown so by the way i was at these at this party yeah these are all people that farley <laughs> didn't introduce me to <laughs> no sorry this is also sorry, you can yeah. it's a list of people that were party yeah. but if you want to put a different title on top of the list you could just say people that docs didn't get to meet the point is mm-hmm. uh there's really impressive people in our running community and I'm really, yeah. really thankful, including uh, podcast hosts, uh, Docs, Drew, Too late. And, and me. Too so late. We were there as well. <laughs> uh, I, I did want to mention, Docs, uh, we had some tweets that came in. Um, I, I wanted to, to uh, call out uh, Joanna, intern Joanna. Intern Joanna. Yep. She's okay. arrived in Atlanta. So she is scouting out. She, the, yeah, her job has started. <laughs> yeah, scouting out a spot for us uh, for the Olympic trials in Atlanta, which is coming up soon. Yeah, and so basically, all PTN listeners, we're we're all going to uh, take over Atlanta, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a a happy hour where we can all uh, drink light beers yes. uh, and rosé, yep. which is which is now which on is the approved yep. approved PTN mm-hmm. drink list, uh, and and we're gonna. Um, like Farley will go meet some impressive people and not introduce me. <laughs> right. Uh, that's how, g- generally how it goes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, mark your calendars, Joanna. It's going to be a big crowd. You're going to have to host down yeah. there in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I, I also got, we got a tweet from uh, Julia JT running DC, who I saw on a run a couple weeks ago. Um, and we did not stop and say hello or exchange pleasantries or anything. Right. Um, and she said, which is an interesting question she posed here. I think the rule should be to stop if you haven't seen the person in over a year. Yeah. Well, the point is, uh, the reason why she brought that up, like Farley, Farley, as soon as we get out of here, the whole show's in a shredder. <laughs> so I have to, like, sometimes I have to put, I have to resubmit right. some of the paperwork. Yep. yep. Uh, because you saw Tess mm-hmm. on a run I and did. you saw JT running DC yep. on a run. Mm-hmm. But I said, I was like, you didn't stop to talk to Tess. Right. And so you were, so, so she's right. got the rule. So it's over a year. Over a year. So I'm glad. That's kind of harsh. Over a year. Set, you know, we set that criteria. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think that's a good standard. Okay. So you know, now that's the rule. Uh-huh. If uh, I think she's setting a really good rule. If you've seen that person in this you know, past 12 months. Right. You guys just Not keep the calendar year, but just 12 months. 12 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah Just yeah. keep doing your run. Otherwise, you would, like, not get fit in January. No, exactly. When you have those, <laughs> exactly. like, those New Year's goals. Right. You exactly. would be stopping every five feet. All the oh, time. hey. I, yeah. I saw you yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I know, but yeah. it's a new yeah. year. Yep. Exactly. Shake hands. Yep. Well, I think some other exciting news is uh, it, it looks like PBR is back on the Edison Bowl Patrol. Yes, that's good. I and think he's re-engaged in the show, yeah. speaking of tweets. yeah. Well, I so. think he's re-engaged on social media. I don't right. think he still listens. Maybe <laughs> yeah. he listened to the, the yeah. one episode when Joanna was yeah. on. But yes. uh, he is doing that important work. Uh, he, he is out there uh, taking pictures of Edison bulbs yeah. all over. Uh, it's, it seems like they're always pubs, but, know. you know, you know, great, great, you yeah. know. Well, he, uh, yeah, he, he hopefully will listen to when Joanna is going to co-host the show, and she will co-host as we have a rotating uh, co-host. She'll co-host that, again. That third soon. seat is rotating. Third seat rotating. Um, so, 
Julie wasn't here today. Joanna Tess couldn't make it. It was just me and you. This is old school. This is how we started. You and I just podcasting together. How many people uh, didn't make it past the first two minutes when they were like, it's just these two idiots. (laughs) I'm out. I'll be back next week. Check the downloads. Yeah. Um, And there has been uh, some other folks who've uh, wanted to co-host the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Good. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll consider. You know who you are. You've tweeted. You've tweeted me. I know who you are. Send us some samples. We're definitely considering you uh, as an option. I don't know who's been reaching out to Mm -hmm. you, Chris. So so I can say this without like no bias, no Mm -hmm. bias or anything like that. Um, Should we put some criteria on it? Sure. Your show. Okay. Well. They got to be in studio, right? Okay. Okay. It's like, I don't even like to do the the phone interviews. No offense <laughs> no. to our our guest today. Yeah. Uh, so you got to be in studio. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if mm-hmm. you are familiar with the Pace Nation okay. format. That's fair. Uh, I would. I guess if you get to this point, mm-hmm. uh, you would. Right. So if you're listening to this right now, you listen to the show. So that's you're off yep. to a great start. <laughs> yep. Um, and I, I would say that you have to treat me like a, a king or. <laughs> And, and by that, I, I don't mean like anything other than you can't make eye contact. Right. <laughs> right. Because if you make eye contact with the king, they, they then off with your head. Yes. Yeah. So in that respect, as far as eye contact goes, treat me like a king. I don't think that's eliminated too many of our potential <laughs> people. So yeah. I think those are fair rules. Okay, yeah, good. Good. All right, great show, Docs. I think Julie, maybe Joanna, maybe Tess. Somebody will be back next week. Uh huh. Or maybe. What if they all come back? (laughs) Well, we'll awkward crowded room. Yeah. Well, thanks to our guest Mark Remy for joining us today on the program. It's DumbRunner.com at RealDumbRunner on Twitter. Give him a follow. Check out his stuff on DumbRunner.com. I appreciate him joining us on the phone from Portland. All right, Docs, Chris. The weather is changing. We're going to talk some. It was like 90 degrees yesterday. Next week. Next week, we're going to talk some fall running. Let's flip that calendar. Yep. yep. So uh, get out there. Get everybody out there. Uh, get ready for that fall marathon. Uh, as always, thanks to Docs. Thanks to the listeners of the program. I'm Chris Farley. This is Space the Nation. We will see you next week. Farley, can you sing the opening theme to Pace the Nation? Is that it?
that's the running in the forest sound effect. So it wasn't sequential, uh, and it 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 was, uh, and I, I think it was. truncated it a little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. So you, uh, all right, we're going to start here, but uh, so you're uh, the, what would you say, owner of dumbrunner.com, you're... <laughs> sole proprietor. Sole yeah. proprietor, I, yeah. I, I, am, I am the owner, the publisher, the CEO, the president, <laughs> and the uh, chief content creator. Okay, yeah. so you are dumbrunner.com. Okay, gotcha. That's right. Oh, cool. So this will come out oh, on, no, on Monday. Uh, we'd love for yeah. you to you know, retweet it or post it or whatever would be, would be awesome. Sure. Yeah. Also, if you can get at dumb runner to repost it, that would be (laughs) great too. I know. Seriously. I'll do what I can. That guy's going to mind his own. Awesome. We got, we got an iPad down, (laughs) an iPad down. (laughs) So I married an expert. British accents. God, I thought we'd kill those. No, that's it's from So I Married an Axe Murder. Oh, okay. Gotcha. We got a piper down. The guy's blowing the bagpipes, and he's he's like just blowing out the whole time, so he passes out. And then Mike Myers, <laughs> who's a Scot- who plays a Scottish guy, he comes in, he goes, We got a piper down! <laughs> Another movie I haven't seen. Wait, are the Nats playing the Phillies tonight? They are, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, the uh, Nats played the Phillies the first time we ever uh, podcasted. Cole Hamels was on the mound. I think we went to the game. As a matter of fact, I think what we did was we podcasted at your house, and then I rode my bike home and crashed my bike and tore my my rotator cuff and then went to the baseball game. Cole Hamels pitched for the Phillies, uh, and I had to drink a bunch of beers to make my shoulder feel better. And that worked for a little bit, but eventually I had to get surgery. Uh, She saw you on a run. Me? No, she saw you. Oh, that's right. Okay. Because she, you saw her, and then you mentioned it on the show. I did. I okay. So that's right. Let me let me, let me 